20, he separates, he's to the 20, to the 10, to the 5, touchdown, Florida State, Warwick got a third down. Winky looking, Winky, wants to throw the knockout punch to Warwick, Warwick open, touchdown, he did catch touchdown, he did catch it, touchdown, Florida State, oh, Peter Warwick, how'd you do that? Herman Whitfield on the left side, a hole to the 30, Herman Whitfield on the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, up and down. Here's the snap. Winston rolling right. Post the pass on the other. It's caught. It's caught. It's caught. Oh, for the end zone battle. Coleman. Touchdown. We're doing it for everybody. We're doing it big all over the country, all over the world. And I'm proud. I'm proud to say I'm a Florida State Seminole. Take two, man, of off the cuff. Garnet and Old, no inside info, no contacts, no problem. Uh, recorded this about an hour ago already, and this is a second take, live streaming. Uh, went to upload the video to our platforms, and the audio was uh, horrible. I have no idea why it was crackling and garbly, and it was terrible sounding. But hopefully uh, this stream turns out a little bit better. So 45 minutes down the drain, but you know what? There is never a bad day when we're talking Florida State football. Never. Now, uh, when I recorded this the first time, uh, this glass of bourbon, the bottle that I was drinking out of was a little bit more full. Due to the technical difficulties and me figuring out if it was an issue with the stream or with the uh, actual downloaded copy, uh, the bottle's a little bit lower now, but that's okay. All right, so before we get started uh, for take two off the cuff tonight, I want to bring up that we will be this Saturday at Fishweir Brewing Company. We are going to be, be doing our live show at 11.30 a.m. Uh, the kickoff time is at noon, so we will start the live stream this Saturday at Fishweir Brewing Company at 11.30 a.m. Uh, and we're going to have a good time. We're going to be drinking some Garnet and Golden Ale. Uh, we're going to be conversating with all you fine people out there who come and join us to watch the Boston College game. And then we'll do a little halftime and postgame show. So really exciting stuff. Vince and I are really excited to go to Fishweir here in Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, have a great time. Secondly, guys, if you have not subscribed or shared Garnet and Old to your friends and family, uh, we are trying to get to 2,000 subscribers. If we reach that 2,000 subscriber mark by mid-October, we're going to raffle off a pair of free Miami uh, Florida State tickets with a parking pass in the booster lot. That's about, if you factor in that it's the Florida State-Miami game and a uh, upper-tier booster lot, it's probably about a $1,000 value. So if you aren't already subscribed, like, subscribe, share, Please to all your friends, Garnet and Old. It's a place to be if you want to talk to people who love Florida State as much as you do. All right. So I'm going to start with the atmosphere this past Saturday. I was at Doak Campbell Stadium. Um, did the whole shebang, you know, park, parking, eating, pregame, going to the game. It was awesome. At first, I was a little concerned because the crowd looked to be a little low at first about an hour and a half before 
uh, kickoff, but by the time kickoff happened, fully packed, sold out. It was incredible. Uh, I, I couldn't believe how many people were there um, for a game against Southern Miss. You know, Southern Miss isn't exactly Alabama. Um, I expected it not to be a sellout, and it it was packed, man. Absolutely packed, which is great to see that everyone came out and supported FSU after that big win against LSU. Uh, a couple things. The uh, new lighting system, which is really, really cool for those of you that didn't uh, see it clearly on TV. They replaced all the traditional uh, lights that would only be able to display one color and one brightness. They replaced them all with LED, so now you get this really cool um, lighting effect and pulsating lights like red and different colors and everything when they score a touchdown. Uh, and then they also did a really cool thing during the the national anthem where they brought, uh, kind of split the field into thirds of red, white, and blue uh, coloring. Really, really neat. I think the crowd loved it. They were into it. Just a fantastic atmosphere to start the game. The game kicks off, and all of us, I think. Um, Although overall happy with the game, we we're a little uh, somewhat disappointed by the performance of the starters at the beginning of the game. I think the the team got a little bit, uh, I guess, more focused later in the game as we went into the second and third quarters. But that first quarter was pretty ugly. Um, defensively, it was great. But offensively, way too many drops. Johnny Wilson dropping passes left and right. Nothing seemed to flow. And if you were at home or just following online, you would think, well, you know, hold on, you know, score 14 points in the first quarter and we're up 31 to whatever it was at halftime. Sounds about right. Yeah, no, it, if you were to just look at it on paper, you'd be like, yeah, that looks exactly like we expected and, and we're on. It's awesome, right? It just wasn't very uh, smooth. Uh, it didn't feel like there was a rhythm in the offensive drives for that first quarter, quarter and a half. And I think the whole stadium was kind of feeling it. There's a little bit of a hush over the crowd when we were on offense that, uh, you know, some, some size and some frustration with Johnny Wilson dropping the ball, but you know, then the, the backups come in and they pick it up, man. They do a great job. Um, thanks everyone. Hey, Kurt, how's it going, man? Uh, doing real well. Uh, if you had tried to stream earlier, hopefully you didn't hear the garbled mess. That was my live audio, but we're, we're back and doing well. Uh, and it's good to see that you went to Orlando. Um, Vince went to Orlando. I was not in Orlando. Um, but man, that atmosphere was essentially a home game. So really excited. Uh, anyone watching, you go ahead and post any comments or questions uh, for me. I'll be happy to answer them. But yeah, overall, the, the Southern Miss game was what you would expect from the score. I think, you know, Vince and I, our predictions were uh, I went 55-14 and he went 52-14. So we were on the, you know, we went over on the the totals where we scored 66 points. So if you had told me that uh, just on paper, hey, Ryan, we scored 66 points, I would have been like, man, it must have been smooth sailing. It, it really was a lot of uh, garbage time touchdowns and, and, and interceptions. The defense played phenomenal. Uh, but that is just not a real easy flowing game. Um, so just... Just keep that in mind that going forward, listen, not every game is going to look like the perfect game. Some games you're going to be a little frustrated. There'll be some drives where it's not all gravy. That's football. It's going to happen to any team. Look at Alabama. Alabama goes out and plays a, a good Texas team who appears to be good at least. And uh, 
you know, Alabama fans are losing their mind right now. Talking about firing Nick Saban and, and blowing it all up over one loss. Uh, most teams would kill to have one loss right in the season. So um, let's not overreact. So I think most people were happy with the, the outcome of the game. I was and Vince was. Um, but don't get frustrated when there's a quarter that looks a little janky sometimes because it'll happen. It's just the nature of a team game where all parts have to click at the same time to work. Um, other than that, though, the game went really well, really late at night, really, really late at night. Uh, halftime didn't hit until about 11 o'clock at night. Like, uh, I think the final uh, game was called and, and ended at 1230. And, you know, I did my post game. Um, around 1230 at night and man didn't get back to the hotel till 1 30 it was it was a long night but it was worth it to see the Knowles come out with a big win uh, on Saturday it was just a fun atmosphere and I'm really looking forward to the rest of year at Doak um, especially before they get get started on all these renovations they uh, sent out the email this week and I got the email as a booster saying that the 24 uh, season is going to be a little rough there's going to be a lot of construction in and around the stadium um, there's going to be sections of the stadium that aren't going to be available for like for you to have tickets in, and they're going to be giving priority to boosters for those tickets to be purchased. So if, if you're not a booster, you might now it might be, be a good time to become a booster because with that construction starting next year on the stadium, it might be a little harder to come by some of the cheaper tickets that used to be on the away game on the away side as they're doing a lot of construction in and around the stadium. Um, but hey. You have to do it sometime. Uh, there's not ever a great time to, to make the repairs necessary to improve a stadium. You just have to do it. But we'll all be excited when that when it's all done and there's a lot more seating options and things like that. That's going to be great. I really hope the long-term plan of putting a roof on Doak happens. That would be awesome. Um, coming up to this weekend, Boston College, I mean, it should be a blowout. Boston College looked terrible against Holy Cross. They, I think they look worse than Southern Miss as a football team just watching their performance the last two weeks, Boston college does not look good. So if we don't, if we don't beat Boston college by 30 points, I'd be sh- honestly pretty surprised. Um, and I do want to answer one question because we don't know yet. So Kurt, Kurt asks any word on whether or not the Boston college game will be played is scheduled, moved up or canceled due, due to the hurricane. Great question. Uh, thank you for, for writing in again, Kurt. Great to see you. Um, the, the honest question is, if it's anything like we have a blueprint of how this happens. So let me, let me talk about that a little bit. Uh, I believe it was 2019. Uh, hurricane was headed towards Florida, uh, Jacksonville area. Uh, and we were supposed to pay Boise state here in Jacksonville. Um, yours truly actually had a, a tailgate plan that we paid for through Madison social at the uh, Everbank stadium here in Jacksonville. And it got canceled. Now the game didn't get canceled. It got moved to Doe Campbell, but it didn't get moved to Doe Campbell until the, like the day before. Like they didn't tell us that the game was going to happen at Doke until maybe 24 hours before the game started. So uh, to answer your question, Kurt, is there a possibility it gets moved? Yes. Is there a possibility it gets changed to a different time or day? Yes. Um, the most likely scenario, if it were to get changed, is that we find out late Thursday, early Friday, and there's some kind of press release that they're, hey, we're going to have to move the game for for precautionary reasons. I don't think it'll be that bad in Boston, but, you know, 
uh, if there's a state of emergency, if there is a state of emergency filed for the state of Massachusetts, um, they'll probably have to move it. I, that's what happened in Florida, at least when they issued the state of emergency here, like a few hours later is when Florida State announced that uh, the game was moving. So they, they really just want to make sure the path is um, what it's expected to be, and they want to make sure the intensity is what it's supposed to be before they make any changes. Why make changes if if it's not needed? But hey, we'll be thrilled if it if it gets moved to Doak, because that's another home game. Now, let's talk about Garn and Old in that situation. If that were to happen, if if the Boston College game did get moved to, let's say, Doak Campbell instead of uh, in Massachusetts, we would still be doing our live show at Fishweir Brewing Company. We have made the commitment to partner with Fishweir, and uh, they're really great partners. And so we would honor that commitment. We're not going to you know, last second pack up and go to Tallahassee or anything like that. We we still will do the live show no matter when it is at Fishware Brewing Company to cover the Boston College game when and where it ever takes place. So uh, to be determined, Kurt, I hope uh, nothing happens just because it's simpler for all involved, you know, less less logistics. But if it did, it wouldn't be terrible if it got moved to, uh, to Doak Campbell. Uh, I do expect a big blowout, though. Again, if you watch Boston College football, not looking good. Not looking good at all. Um, I, I don't think it will be canceled. Uh, Kurt also said, you know, I just don't want it to be canceled. Yes, I don't think it'll be canceled. Um, athletic departments really, really like making money. And um, when it happened with Boise, now I know that was a little bit different because it was a neutral neutral site game in Jacksonville. But what, what they did was when they moved it to Doak, I think a portion of that money did go to Boise. Uh, still the ticket sales, I think they worked out some kind of deal where, you know, all was not lost and they honored the tickets for those who purchased the tickets for the Jacksonville game for you to use that same ticket and just walk up and come to Doak. So uh, I don't think it'll be canceled, Kurt. Uh, if, if it is, um, I would be shocked. I think it'll be moved to a different location or moved to a different day is a more likely scenario. Athletic departments aren't in a position right now to be losing revenue uh and money from ticket sales so that is a worst case scenario now if like a category five hit tallahassee florida tomorrow and wiped out the whole city you know then that's when games get canceled but not for something that's going to be a one day you know maybe a little high winds in massachusetts it'll be fine uh last thing i want to talk about is just kind of the state of the acc you know acc is kind of beat up on the sec which is interesting you had Miami with a big win over Texas A&M. Jimbo, you know, I'm sure only about another loss or two away from making all kinds of excuses. Uh, really excited to see that play out the rest of the season. Uh, Texas A&M fans not happy with them. Uh, but overall, I mean, they, the ACC is just doing really well against the SEC now. I'm not an ACC homer. Obviously, I want out of this conference. But it is nice sometimes to kind of, you know, put your nose up and say, you know, we're, I guess, guess uh, it doesn't always matter more. Uh, in that conference because we're able to readily beat those teams over there. I hope it continues. Uh, should be a fun one this weekend. Please come out again. If you're in the Jacksonville area, come say hi in the, at Fishware Brewing Company. We're going to be there at 1130 a.m. when the doors open. Let's do a little pregame drinking together. We'll do a live show right there with all of you in the uh, in the brewery, and then we'll, we'll watch the game together. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, I think I've talked enough tonight. Yeah, like I said, I recorded uh, one of these, uh, a 30-minute version of one of these about an hour ago until I realized the audio uh, did not work for whatever reason. So 
Uh, I didn't want to leave you guys without content, wanted to record something, put something out there. But hey, listen, Garnet Old is still doing their, uh, we're still doing our normal show every Thursday night at seven o'clock with me and Vince, and we will have some uh, guests upcoming. I think Vince has a really, really special guest uh, this coming week, someone who's involved in um, kind of statistical analysis on like, you know, when it's smart to go for it on fourth down and things like that. Uh, we might have some other guests coming up pretty soon from other people that I've been talking to. So good stuff coming on Garden Old. So just subscribe and don't miss a thing because we're going to have some really, really fantastic guests coming up. I will be at Clemson uh, two we- a week and a half from now. Um, it was announced that it was a noon game. Not thrilled about that. The, the, the part of that, of that that I'm most frustrated about is that this weekend in Clemson, the high temperature is 79 degrees and the low is 55. Beautiful. The following weekend for that noon game, the high will be 90 degrees. Uh, and so we will all be sweating out there in Clemson. But you know what? I'm going there to represent Garnold and represent the Florida State fan base and report live pregame and postgame for Garnold uh, from Death Valley. And hopefully a major victory coming up where we really plant the spear and say this is our conference again. We're gonna we're gonna finish strong and beat Clemson. So really, really excited to do that. Please share, like, subscribe, all the fun stuff. Uh, we definitely want to get to that 2000 subscriber mark by mid-October. If we do, we're gonna raffle off those two Miami Florida State tickets with a parking pass, which is like about a thousand dollar value. So share it out with your friends, post it on Twitter, post it on social media. Um, really, really excited. And again, those subscribers that we're looking for are on YouTube. That's our main channel. We do post to all podcast um, subscriptions. I mean, whether you have Apple podcasts or Google or, you know, Spotify, we're on all of them, but I think a lot of you, I mean, based on our numbers, like the video content better. So, um, like, and subscribe on YouTube, really excited to, uh, to have all of you join me tonight again, Garnold this Thursday, seven o'clock, join us for a normal scheduled show. No inside info, no contacts, no problem. I hope all of you have a fantastic Tuesday. Cheers. SEC, Florida State, Florida State, your brothers, your team, your heartbeat. We some dogs, we ain't no puppies.